live. Hello and good morning. Welcome to the Pete Bradley Show. This is show number 191. I'm Pete Bradley, along with my son, who's the uh, co-host, executive producer, show creator, and all-around great guy, and not bopping his head this morning. That's my son, Matt. I wasn't on camera. I don't know. Okay. I'm more aware of it now. Yeah. yeah. Didn't feel like you had to perform. No, it's right. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday's, you know. Thursday, you're just trying to get there. Friday, you got the high of it being right. Friday. I feel like right. Thursday is the most drowsy day. I used to call it the tweener day. It's just stuck yeah. between the middle of the week and end of the week. Yep. So thank you for choosing us. Our goal is to simply start your day off on a positive note. So if you enjoy what we do here, please be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We're live on YouTube weekday mornings at 8, and you can also find us wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Coming up today, the NFL Draft is today. Oh, boy. So I reached out to a friend to try to explain it to those of us that aren't really into it. The Sibs are here. We have the Battle of the Sibs with Red Sox trivia today. Are two full-time jobs better than one? And wait till you hear how this is happening. And the benefits of taking a break from social media. We'll get into that and more this morning, but good morning. A little chilly. It's in the 30s here in southern New England today. And and the wind, that that's always, I mean, we live by the ocean, so I should be used to it by now. Well, it's worse this year than it ever has. Do you been. think so? Yeah. I don't know. I, was, I took Charlie out this morning, and we were just walking around the yard. We didn't go for a neighborhood walk. But we were just walking around the yard, and you could hear it start to... You know, the winds start to, gr- uh, to, to, to like, come down the street or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, boy. Like the monster from Lost just creeping in. Did we ever find, did they ever show that monster? Again, I never finished it. I made it to yeah. the last season and faded out. That was, yeah, I never I, I was to referring the, uh, to, like, the smoke monster. Right. Black right. smoke just yes. creeping in. Just creeping down. <sighs> I, I need to find out how it ends. But are you going to go back and rewatch the whole thing? That's the problem. I don't know. But the first season was the best. They were all pretty good until like the yeah. last two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, talking about that. Such uh, a big commitment, though. TV show Lost. Yeah. That I think kind of went off the cliff. Oh, it most definitely went off yeah. the cliff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good morning and welcome to Thursday. It is April 28th. By the way, happy birthday to Doug. Yeah. Yeah. My son, Doug, his older brother. Celebrating his 29th birthday today. How how, how do I have kids that are this old? Because I'm only 39. I I just don't see how it's happening. I refuse to make a comment on that. (laughs) Just going to let that one go. You're fooling no one. No one, Peter. You, you decide, The day you decided to claim that you're 39, you decided to not wear a hat to emphasize (laughs) the bald head. I just, I don't know where the logic was. That's true. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that, so... Now, usually on this show, we have called the birthday person live on the air. Mm-hmm. But with Doug, we never know. I th- he's, he's playing golf, maybe? Well, yeah, because the tough part, he would be working right now, but he's on leave. He's on vacation. Yeah, he's in between commands. Uh, commands. Yeah. Right. So so he could be sleeping. He could be golfing. Yeah. He could be, I don't know, building a deck. You Can't, never know with Doug. Didn't want to ruin his, his morning. Exactly. You know? So anyway, happy birthday, Doug. It is National Blueberry Pie Day. I love me a blueberry pie. 
You're not a blueberry fan, right? No, I would rather have a different pie. Okay. It's National Bravehearts Day. It honors the bravery of families dealing with pediatric cancer. It's National Great Poetry Reading Day. It's National Superhero Day. It honors superheroes, both real and fictional. Of course, our real superheroes would be our first responder. We have to salute Trish. Trish. What What just happened? My name's not Trish. I, th- I was worried my button was broken. I know. I almost had a panic. I heard attack. that fear in your voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, the first responders, firefighters, e- even like coaches and, and pe- uh, teachers, they could be superheroes. <laughs> Pete included coaches because he's like, I was a coach. I was a coach. So, okay. I, can I, I be it? I'm a superhero. Can I get a cape? It is Workers Memorial Day, uh, noticing, uh, remembering those that died on the job. It's National Take Our Daughters and Sons to Work Day today. Man, you took that too literally, huh? <laughs> Here he is. I thought it would just be this day, but it's been the past, I don't even know, almost uh, a year. 191 shows. That's hard to believe, huh? Almost a year. That's right. We are coming up on a year. June 1st, right? What has my life become? <laughs> now, I did want to ask you, though, if you have any memories, because I used to take one of them to the radio station on this day i would wake them up at four o'clock yeah and we would we would hit duncan on the way and get yourself whatever you'd like and then we'd go to the radio station i remember you doing it what once or twice i think i did it once um i yeah i remember i definitely remember doing it once i think it's because you always get us right before we realize how essential sleep is so we (laughs) right right when we think it's still cool to wake up that early um, and then that's true. You're probably it was always weird when the older siblings were like, no, it's fine. You can go. And you're like, <laughs> well, that was easy. That and was then, easy. Yeah. But you realize you have to wake up at 4am. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think I did that like when you were 10 or 12 or something, something like that. Yeah. 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 I do remember. I remember being on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, here, read the weather. You know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I also remember there were. I don't know. You, I don't know why. This is how my brain works. I remember of exact memory. You asked me on the air whether I preferred phone calls or texts, and I remember answering phone calls. Wow! And I look back and think, what an idiot! <laughs> you know, why would I ever say that? I don't remember asking you that. I, 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 I've asked so many questions. Little details. Over the don't remember the whole day. I remember that question. But I think I had all four of you go in for mm-hmm. for a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun. No one ever got to go with mom on the ambulance, though. They probably yeah, I don't know. Somebody. They say it was like a safety act. Yeah, or something. probably something like that. Let me know. save someone's life for a change. You know what I'm saying? I did read that uh, this all started in 1990 when, uh, let's see, someone had the idea and they proposed it to uh, Gloria Steinem, I think, at Ms. Magazine. And it was all started because they wanted to show women their opportunities. They wanted to show girls the opportunities they would have because the woman that created it, whose first name was Nell. And I'm sorry, I forgot her last name. She noticed one day riding home on the New York subway that the subway was filled with men. Okay. So she was like, "Mm, this, this isn't right. You know, there are opportunities for women. And so, so she started this day so that women could be uh, girls could see the job opportunities and also ah. so that the men could get used to the fact that this is the future buddy okay this That's is cool. the future yeah, i like that so that was 1990 and then in 2003 a lot of you guys started saying hey what about us how come she gets to go so they changed the two sons uh, oh, daughters stupid, and sons day. stupid boys <laughs> Stupid, stupid boys. It's also National Teach Children to Save Day, 
which we don't do, right? We don't teach any financial wisdom in high school, do we? Like, oh, no. In school, absolutely like not. Like how to save, how no. to invest. How, right. No, that's got to change. Yeah. On the date book for today, it was on this day in 1965, Barbara Streisand had her first television special on CBS. It was called My Name is Barbara. Nice name, nice title. And as I look at this, I'm reminded that a friend of mine named Barbara, spelled B-A-R-B-A-R-A, used to be upset with Barbara Streisand because Barbara Streisand spells it B-A-R-B-R-A. So she says Barbara. Mm -hmm. The others are Barbara. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Imagine being upset with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) On this day in 1966, the 38th Academy Awards were held, and The Sound of Music was the big winner. Oh, so good. On this day in 1967, I believe he was going by Cassius Clay at the time. The boxer refused induction into the Army, and he was stripped of his boxing title. Oh, that's right. He changed his name and said he couldn't go because he was uh, Muslim faith. He changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. Yep. On this day in 1988, I remember this, the Baltimore Orioles lost their American League record 21st game in a row. Man. 21-game losing streak. When was that? 1988. Oof. They eventually won a game, but it was kind of like, it was kind of disappointing when they won because <laughs> you wanted them to keep going, you know? Did you? I feel like <laughs> if I was, I'd be like, okay, okay. someone throw Baltimore a bone here. <laughs> And on this day in 2011, the NFL draft, Auburn quarterback Cam Newton became the first pick by the Carolina Panthers. Oh, Cam. Mm Mm-hmm. On the celebrity birthday list, Jay Leno is 72. Golfer John Daly is 55. Bridget Moynihan, who's on Blue Bloods, she is 51. Penelope Cruz is 48. And Jessica Alba is 41. All right, what's happening in the chats this morning? What's going on, everybody? Dana already had to run. He said, got to run, kids. Be safe. Oh, I like how he calls everybody kids. <laughs> you know. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I was going to say. I, mean, I don't know if anybody should be going Peter Kid. Hey, you know what I'm saying? On, Just because he acts like it doesn't mean he is one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gary says, morning, gents. Just me today. Emily is enjoying her day off sleeping in. How dare she? <laughs> I was going to say good for her. No, yeah. I, I wish. I wish. That's all the power. I don't know why half of you don't sleep in. You can watch the show later. True. <laughs> it's the same show at two in the afternoon, but you yeah. can't chat, though. I know. I, gu- I guess that's... Oh, you can't play the stump, too. Oh, true. The stump, again, people out of bed. Every day. That's what... You know, some people drink coffee. Some people do the stump. Some people drink coffee and do the stump. That's, that's part, That's the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Diane says, they don't call it Thirsty Thursday for no reason. If it's Thursday, you're starting your weekend early. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. A little tough to do that when you got to get up early on Friday, though. <laughs> Abby said it snowed last night. Oh, my goodness. Ouch. Wake up, Vermont. You're drunk. It's springtime. It is a chilly week, but I didn't think it was that cold. Have you guys ever had like a July snowstorm? I bet you have, right? I don't know. We'd have to go way back in the records, probably. I kind of, I mean, if that happens, that's just like climate changes. <laughs> like here, like it's happening. But... <laughs> That would be kind of funny, right? Would be. Uh, Diane says, I was pissed with the ending of Lost after that many years investing in the show. They screwed us in the end. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of people were comparing Game of Thrones and their ending to the Lost ending. Oh, okay. Debating which one was worse. I don't know how Lost ended because I was gone by then. Yeah. So I I think I made it to like the first couple episodes of the last season. Okay. And then I, I couldn't do it. 
Abby said he's been bald since his 20s, though. Is that true? No, because you had hair. Did No, you no, you didn't have hair. You were I, bald in my baby pictures. Yeah, I would. Yeah, and how old was I when you were born? Let's see. Isn't that something you should know, not me? So how 90, old are you now? Ninety. I was thirty-eight. How old are you now? I'm sixty. Wow. Uh, <laughs> mine is twenty-three. Quick math. Uh, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there you go. There you have it. So maybe she's yep. right. I don't know. Don't say that though. That makes me sad. I would say I would say it was around my thirties because I'm on the path. Yeah. Happy. I'm probably on the path. A lot of happy birthdays to Doug. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, Diane says, to celebrate the 200 shows, everyone in the squad should try to get at least two people to tune into the Pete Braley Show. Let's do it. That'd be nice. Let's do it, Let's do it for show number 192. You know hey, what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> Tomorrow. I'm, I'm game. Everybody get going. <laughs> uh, let's see. Abby says, I, I remember a Barbara, not a fan, used to call her Brabra. <laughs> she hated it. <laughs> I feel like Bra-bra. Bar- I don't think I've ever called someone Barbara, though. That's the way it's spelled, but no, you don't say No, everybody don't says say Barbara. That's like Deborah. If anything, Barbara Streisand was just helping us out. Right. It's like Deborah is actually Deborah, which I mean, no one, no one no. ever. Yeah. No, it's Deborah. Yeah, it's Deborah. Yeah, yeah. Deb for lazy people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby says, "Matt, please do the Papa thing one of these mornings." I don't. Rem- <laughs> I'm I'm so asleep that I don't remember. Like all I know how to do is grunt in the morning. That's all my brain can yeah. handle. Right when he walks and, in, and first thing in the morning. Yeah, that's all he can handle. It's too early for jokes. And you sometimes know? you mentioned this with the pollen. You can't even get the grunt out. Yeah, sometimes it's bad. Yeah. yeah sometimes, sometimes in the bad. morning, I, I say, showtime, and I hear. It's like a breathy, like, okay. <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> Hello? He pokes me with a hockey stick or something. Charlie this morning. Oh. Any, like, I this started, I think, it was still dark outside. So I don't know what time that is, like 4.30 maybe? I have no idea. It's like I rolled over, and he got down off the bed and went to the door. Pull me up. That's your problem. Don't don't roll over. I got worried last night. I, I brought a bag of goldfish up to my room, and Uh-oh. he saw me do it. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to settle down. Uh oh. I didn't actually end up eating the goldfish though. I just brought him up just in case, and then never. It's always got, good to have a stash, you know. I got worried when I came down this morning because the studio door was open, mm. and we usually close it every night because we don't want the Roomba in here because the Roomba goes off at five thirty. Yep. So I came down. The door was open. I thought, uh oh. And I look, and sure enough, the Roomba is in here. Mm-hmm. The battery died. So the Roomba is in here. And I thought, oh, I probably moved. I don't think it moved the cameras much, did it? No, I uh, moved the cameras a little bit. It knocked the light behind your chair, the little blue light you guys see. That's It knocked that. That one. So it somehow oh, went I'm under sorry, your chair, one. touched nothing except that light. Knocked it over. It's amazing how these things work. Yep. Yep. All right. In the news this morning, uh, first off, a sports note. The New York Mets are not only leading the MLB in wins, but they've also been hit the most by pitches this season. This is an interesting story. Their total rose to 19 batters have been hit in 20 games. They reached that during their recent matchup Wednesday with the St. Louis Cardinals, which, of course, led to a bench-clearing brawl. Oh, yeah. Now, there have been issues, evidently, with the different types of baseballs they're using this season and the fact that uh, substances that pitchers used to use, you know, get a better grip, have a little stickiness, those have been banned, so they can't control their pitches anymore. I read an interview with Max Scherzer, who's with the Mets now, Yep. right? Max Scherzer said the other night he felt like he was throwing a cue ball 
Think how slippery those are, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was cold, and he could not get could not get a grip at all on the baseball. So I would like to hear from other pitchers, though, because it's like if it's just those two teams complaining, mm. I think they're just trying to hit each other. That you're right, yeah, you're right. So. But we'll have to see if others are involved. But evidently, they changed. I I don't know how you. Well, I guess. You different uh, sporting brands. They have different baseballs, different grips. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same brand. It's just I guess the ball's different. Yeah, a little bit different. I will say the Astros are the team that's supposed to get hit the most. Clearly, someone <laughs> messed up someone the, me- the memo. Yeah. yeah. Do you believe in spirits? Do you believe that someone from beyond is helping to guide you through this life? According to a new survey, quite a few of us do. In fact, forty-two percent of those surveyed said they believe the dead can contact us from the other side. 63% claim they've gotten signals or signs from a a past loved one. And 25% of respondents say the spirit of a deceased loved one is helping to guide them through life. Maybe that Robin that's following you is is maybe a spirit from the other side. If it is, can you leave me alone? (laughs) Please. It's getting kind of... Eerie. I mean, it's like three years now. Do you? Do you believe in? Do spirits? I believe? I do. I I believe. I believe there's something after this. Mm-hmm. Don't know what, but you know. Well, and that's I, not really the question. Oh, here. do I believe in spirits? Yeah. Yeah, I believe. I believe in signs. I believe people get signs. Okay. Like I've heard right. uh, one of our our friends has talked about a uh, a butterfly. Oh. That whenever they see a butterfly, they mm-hmm. they think of their their past loved one. Okay. Well, whenever okay. they see a certain bird. So yeah, I believe in it. I haven't experienced anything, though. Okay. It, unless maybe the Robin, but no, I think that's more the government, personally. <laughs> a high school in Florida is having its senior prom this weekend, but only for the students who were quick enough to get tickets. Novari High School booked the senior dance at a venue that holds 500 people. Unfortunately, the senior class has more than 500, so many students will not be able to attend. Why'd they do this? Well, according to the school, the class wasn't able to raise enough money for a larger venue due to fewer fundraising opportunities because of the pandemic. So instead, some parents have stepped up and they have booked an alternative prom for those that are being left out. It's going to be held at a separate venue on the same night and tickets will actually be cheaper because all of the decorations, food, music and photography are being provided by area businesses for free. In fact, the alternative prom is actually getting so much attention that some students decided to ditch the official prom and go to the other one instead. Oh my, this is a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why couldn't the school just do what these parents are doing? I'm sure businesses probably would have chipped in. That makes you wonder. Why yeah. did they limit? That's so messed. Imagine not making the cut to your prom. They're like, nah, sorry, we already, we're sold out. <laughs> you have to go on StubHub and pay like four times the price to get into your prom. <sighs> oh. Man. But also, it's just not great because, you know, if it's, I mean, granted, I don't know how the school runs their prom, but like, I know our prom is very, very good about like, you know, drunk drive. You have to take a breathalyzer test right. and stuff like that. Right. So to prevent like drunk driving and stuff like that that but Mm -hmm. so i don't think the parents prom will probably be doing that i could be wrong yeah but you know you just don't want that also 
you don't want there to be like a cool prom and a not cool prom. You know what I'm saying? This is true. Yeah. yeah. And, and which one actually has the official prom king? I feel like queen? the school could have definitely done something better. They, it, yeah, it, it all goes to motivation, right? The parents were really motivated. The school was like, eh, whatever. Also, why are the kids punished? Because they couldn't fundraise during a pandemic. I feel like the kids shouldn't be the ones being punished here. You know, that's a good point. Maybe just get a little that. more funding. I don't yeah. know. And finally, Patrice Banks had a great job as an engineer with a big company, but she saw an opportunity for a business when she realized just how little attention auto repair shops paid to their female customers. So she dropped out of the corporate rat race, went to school to learn how to fix cars, and she has opened an honest auto repair shop featuring an on-site nail salon. Why not? The Girls Auto Clinic, located just outside of Philadelphia, is changing the conversation around women and their vehicles. The technicians don't just fix cars. They also explain to the customers exactly what's going on and what needs to be changed to keep those cars running. And hopefully they don't get into too many things like, you really don't need this, but I'm going to sell it to you. You know, because that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. But Tree says her goal is to make sure customers, many of whom are women, don't feel taken advantage of. She wants her customers to enjoy a unique, comfortable, and confident auto repair experience. I like it. And if you can get a little mani-pedi while you're there, why not? Why not, right? right? Why not? No, I like it. That's genius. All right, that brings us to Stumpa Time, and we have a brand new question for you this morning. Yeah. Hopefully you and I have the same question. Uh, I believe, yes, I took it directly from the script. Yes, we do. <laughs> Did I put it in here, though? That's the question. I'll, I'll, we often talk, you know, during during the afternoon, he'll he'll say, hey, I'm going to use the one about yes. this. And I'll say, okay. Yeah. So we didn't do that. Yesterday. Moment of truth. I don't know if I put it in here. Let's see. Our question today is, 7% of us say we never do this. What is this? Hmm. 7% of us say we never do this. What is this? Brand new question today. As you see, Dana got the answer yesterday. The uh, question about uh, the the answer was pretending to nap so you could get out of changing a diaper. Yeah, I actually forgot to give Dana the point in the standing, so I'm doing that as we speak. Oh, okay. I was wondering what you're doing on my screen. No controversy. Okay. So uh, that's our question today. 7% of us say we never do this. What is this? And, of course, day one has no No hints. No. No hints. And I have been thoroughly warned not to elaborate. Yes. So I'm not elaborating. You have a track record of giving away the answer. Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. So let us know what you think in the chats. And, of course, if you're listening on the podcast, you can just yell out your answer and claim you're the winner. Go crazy. It's fine with us. Slip off other drivers if they're competing with you. Don't do that. I was kidding. Mm -hmm. Peace be with everyone. By the way, Trish, uh, Trish actually told me this morning she's coming home from work and i talked to her this morning and she said i i said so what do you think what time you'll be uh, be home she said i should be there before your show starts and i thought that's cool that doesn't happen that often what a liar well then she called me back oh and i knew something was up because you know she she we weren't gonna talk again and she said well best laid plans she was at a complete stop on route 24 i wonder if it's construction she did say she saw two uh, stadies oh. and a wrecker go by. Okay. So that's not a good sign. No, no. no. But all I know is that, man, road construction. The second oh. the weather got like somewhat warm, they're like, everybody now, <laughs> every gas line, 
everywhere. We're changing it at the same time. The town of Fairhaven is doing, I don't know if it's gas lines or water lines. Oh, too. Oh, Kushner too, yep. on the way to Cat's house? Yep. Yeah, so it's like they're, they're digging up street. They're blocking off streets. They're, they're digging things up. And somebody told me, uh, we have a friend who lives on a street that's that's being torn up. He said they, they dig it up every morning and they work mm-hmm. and then they fill it in at night. They fill it in completely. Well, I, safety. I yeah, for yeah. safety. You don't want nobody falling in there. So then when they, show animals up, too. when they show up the next morning, they have to dig it out again. Yeah, that is really so, annoying. You think we'd create something better. but The other thing, I guess, it, it hasn't inconvenienced me, but I know some others have been. We've got a movie filming in town. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about Tommy Lee Jones is in town and and oh in New Bedford I was they're like, filming well Fairhaven? they are they are shooting scenes in Fairhaven too oh. so I haven't seen that they close streets for the filming so that has people confused too. I know it's a good time to be a, a detail police officer yes it is oh yeah. they make big they're bucks. making big bucks yep I don't think I could do it though I would that would drive me insane just standing there for so long I know ah and My especially feet. and especially when it gets hot yeah or right. when it's really cold. Mm. I think I'd rather have it be really hot than really cold. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd like that. All right, we got answers. Okay, 7% of us say we never do this. What is this? Gary says, go to church. Nope, not it. Good guess. Uh, Gail says, <laughs> pick your nose. No, it's not pick your nose. Justin says, stretch. Stretch. No, it's not stretching. Mia no. says, text while drive. Text while drive? No, that's not it. What is the answer? Okay, I got it. Uh, <laughs> Mia says, go to the doctor. Nope, nope. Nope. Seven percent of us say we never. That's probably a good answer. Go to the doctor. Oh yeah, might, might even be a little bit high. Hot, it might a lot be. of people don't go to the doctor. Might be. Uh, let's see. Gail says drink water. No, that's, that's not a good it. guess. That's a good guess. We need to hydrate. Yes, but there's probably seven percent that don't. Mm-hmm. Abby says lie. Lie. No, that's not it. I think it's probably way higher the amount of people that say they never do that. But so if you're saying seven percent of us, you're saying ninety-three percent of us do lie and admit to it. Wow. Which, I don't know. Uh, Justin says, cook for themselves. No, not it. Not it? Gary says, brush their teeth. Nope. Disgusting. Nope. But no. <laughs> and the sad part is, that's probably true. Yes, probably is. Abby says, make our bed. Make our bed. Nope. 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 I'm big on making my bed. I love making my bed. They I have say to that, do it. They, wasn't it some general gave a speech once and said, the best thing you can do. First win of the day. Make your bed. It's the first win of the day. Yeah, because no matter what happens, at least you accomplish something. For me, I don't care about that crap. I just hate seeing an unmade bed. <laughs> it, it makes me feel like I I don't even know that I, I just have my room is just filled with trash. If when your I, bed is not made, it feels like your entire room is a mess. Yeah. Once it's made, you're like, oh, it's actually not a mess. When I was a teenager, though, my argument with my mother used to be, why, why make it? I'm just going to get right back into it. That's... Uh, that's lazy. Two, I'll say two other siblings argument. Cat, oh. I believe, always makes her bed. Okay. Um, but I just exposed the other two. So <laughs> Doug and Sarah don't always make their bed is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Justin says self-care. 7% self-care. of us say we never do this. Self-care. No, that's not it. No. Justin says drive. That's a good answer. No. No, not it. Gail says take naps. No, that's not it. He says take time off work. Nope. Diane says quit a job. No. Abby says go on vacation. No. Gail says, eat breakfast. No. I'm going too fast. The buzz is not prepared yet. Uh, Abby says, call out of work. Call out. No, that's not it. 7% of us say we never do this. Abby says, skip plans. Skip plan. No. No. Uh, Gail says, go out to dinner. No. Justin says, drink enough water. No. No. Incorrect. Got to scroll down here. So many answers. Wow. Where did I leave off? You guys are going so fast. 
Uh, read it again. 7% of us say we never do this. What is this? He says backtalk slash sass. Sass. No, that's not it. No. She also says yell. No. Justin says exercise. <laughs> Pollen. Exercise. Exercise. No, that's not it. Gail says eat snacks. No. Uh, Abby says visit friends and family as much as we should. Oh, no, that's not it. Nope. Mia says check expiration dates. No. Have we told the mustard story? I don't know. Have we? I don't know. For the longest time, we had an expired bottle of mustard. Yeah, we did. But I, I just kept eating it because I was like, tastes like mustard. How bad could expired mustard be? And also, regular mustard tastes like it's expired. That's kind of like what you expect from mustard. Okay, I get you. Yeah. So, how would you know? Mm. So, for the longest time, I kept eating expired mustard. I don't know how long I'm it alive. Went. I don't know how long it went. I don't remember how I felt in that period of time. This came up because we had cheeseburgers the other night, so he he took out the ketchup and mustard. Yep, and he's putting it on the uh, burger. And I said, uh, "Are we still feeding him the expired mustard?" Yeah, but no, I, no, no we've, we've upgraded that. Yeah, so. we've upgraded. Uh, That's ahead. like the old drink. If uh, the old joke, if sour cream goes bad, how do you know? I it's, would never eat sour cream. Sour, so on. Seven percent of us say we never do this. What is this? Gil says, get angry. No. Uh, Diane says, drive a stick car. No. Justin says, get jealous. No. Abby says, road rage. No. Abby says, do returns we say we are going to. Uh, no. Like returning items? I think is that, so. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, I know people or have known people that keep like a bunch of items in their car that they have to return. Oh, yeah. And it's like months and months and, and never months. Get around never to get it. around to it. Yep. And then just don't be the person that like three years later goes into the store and says, can I still return this? <laughs> is there no. an ex- Is there a, yeah, there's an expiration? Technically, yes. A lot of people will probably still let you do it if yeah. like tags are on and they still sell the item okay. or something. Right. But it's really annoying. Three years. Don't do that. Yes. Be a nice person. You're stuck with it now. That was your fault. Anyways, Gary says uh, 7% of us say we never do this. Uh, speed. Speed. No, that's not it. Are we talking driving fast or cocaine? I think we're Which? talking driving fast. Okay, fair enough. Trish is yeah. here. Trish made it home. So. Oh, my God. What the hell? How are you? First off, how are you in my house? Abby. Oh, Trish is here. Abby's Abby, here. I thought you were in Vermont. You just She's said not. it snowed. It did. That's why we left. Okay, oh. this is quite the shock. I, <laughs> Abby, there's an outline for the show. Nowhere on here does it, it say is, that you it show is not, up. It is not here. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Abby's here, everybody. She's surprised the hell out of me. It's like you I, were answering I, the question. I was parked again. Oh, my God. Wow, I this is a shock. I was hoping you would have that reaction and not like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my God! It's I was I was sitting here and I expected Trisha's head to come in the yeah. door all and all of a sudden I'm Abby's like, that's and I'm not like, Trish. I'm like that's not who is that 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 can't be Abby's here Abby's here a surprise visit from Vermont a road trip I'm thrown off I thought wow. she was coming in June that was a shock I know all right all well, right that'd be awkward if she wins <laughs> where did I leave off just what was a, the last thing I said well we should probably I said, just I said cocaine okay. We should probably just have a few more guesses. Yes, no more guesses. Everybody stop. Okay. Rapid fire. Here we go. This is going way too long. Uh, Justin says go to church. No. No. Abby says bring donations and pray. No. No. Justin says drink coffee in the morning. No. No. Uh, Mia says look at an ex's social media. No. Gail says go on social media. Oh, apparently no. Charlie peed. <laughs> this is a crazy thing. Hi, Trish, by the way. 
Hi. And I took him out, too. Uh, well, did yeah, you this, know this Abby was, was coming and kept the secret? Only from last night. Okay. Well, that's why she texted me. She texted me yesterday. She was like, is uh, is Trish working? I was like, yes. She was like, okay, I'll call her tomorrow. I was like, something important's happening. Okay. This was happening. I guess. I guess. All right. We really got to get through this. Have a cell phone? No. No. Abby says, fart in front of people. No. <laughs> Abby says, shovel in April. No. No. Abby says, skip holidays. Not sure if I said that yet. No. no. Abby says, way too much TV. No. Uh... Justin says, answer voicemail. No. no. Gail says, send cards. No. No. Justin says, go shopping at the mall. No. No. Gloria, iron my clothes. No. Justin, go on the internet. No. No. Mia says, answer calls from numbers we don't have saved. No. No. Mia says, take medicine. No. No. A bunch of people said, hi, Abby. <laughs> no. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Don't break. Don't break it. Nobody got it. Okay. We'll come back with a clue on Friday, okay? Yes. And who knows if it's going to last the weekend. Don't know. We'll see. All right. It is draft day in the NFL. It begins today. Of course, there'll be coverage on uh, what ESPN, I guess, covers this all everywhere. Thing. Yeah. Um, so I reached out to a friend to try to explain it to us in layman's terms. I found out recently that my broadcast partner at New Bedford Cable Network is a big fan of the NFL draft. And since the draft starts today, I asked Joe Cabral to join us. So, Joe, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Pete, it's my pleasure. Love to talk sports in general and love to talk NFL draft. So I don't follow the draft closely except for like the first few in the first round. You know, how long does this go? And do you follow the whole thing? Oh, it's multiple days. They started several years back in making it, you know, an entire event from Thursday right through the weekend. So once upon a time, it was only really a couple of days, multiple rounds occurring uh, each day, starting on a Saturday and then basically Saturday and Sunday. But then they moved it back. So Thursday, really, there's only one round, that first round. And then uh, Friday, you pick up with rounds two and three. And then Saturday and, and Sunday, you move on with the other rounds. And the first round, there's um, a set amount of time, the most amount of time with, that you can really deliberate your pick. So that's why they're able to make it a full event on a Thursday night. So who are some of the big names? Who who are we going to see go early in the uh, go Thursday in the draft? Yeah. So the big names are really around the premium positions, and so the premium positions are quarterback generally tackle, offensive tackle, especially left tackles, defensive linemen, but on the edge. So edge. Tackle, cornerback, quarterback, of course, those are, and wide receiver, those are really the premium positions. And it's all based on what salaries look like in the NFL today. So down the road, you're paying premium for these players. So you try to get them in the draft if possible, because it allows you to have some cost control. Does it vary from year to year? I mean, is this a big year for quarterbacks or running backs or does it, I guess it's supply and demand, right? Yeah. And I mean, obviously the premium positions don't change from year to year, but the availability of players within those positions does change. So last year, for example, you remember quarterback was a premium position where there were a lot of quarterbacks taken early. This year, quarterback really is not expected to be a position where there are a lot of early picks very late. And all of the quarterbacks are more projections than what you saw certainly last year where teams felt uh, a lot more confident in the players that were available. How do you feel the Patriots will do this year? There'll be quality players available. But remember also the Patriots' uh, history is they love to trade back and pick up more picks. So depending on who's available, who drops to them at 21, 
it might be a position that they decide to drop back from. So make a trade, move back a few positions in the first round and maybe pick up a second or a third round from someone else who's mm -hmm. interested in, in moving to uh, pick 21. But this year, not quite the type of interest in moving up because of the type of draft it is. Now, do you know who's going to go first? I mean, a lot of times we hear who, who the first round draft pick is expected to be. What's the buzz this year? Yeah, so last year was easy, right? Trevor Lawrence. When you look at players, the NFL draft really works around two prime areas of their abilities, their traits, and what they showed during their college career, their performance. Mm -hmm. So Trevor Lawrence had both the traits and the, the performance at a high level throughout his college career. He was an easy number one overall selection. This year, not uh, that type of draft. So there are players that are projected to be number one overall. They are edge players right now or an offensive tackle. So the scuttlebutt coming out of Jacksonville is Doug Peterson, who used to be the Eagles coach, mm -hmm. would like an offensive lineman and a gentleman mm -hmm. by the name maybe uh, of Vicky Aquanu. So Wiki Aquanu is out of North Carolina State, just a physical specimen. It would be a left tackle that maybe could play at a different position, a guard his first year, and then move to left tackle eventually. Their ownership is favoring Aiden Hutchinson, is what we understand, who's hmm. uh, an edge player out of Michigan, who's considered by most to be the number one overall pick. But wow. we're also hearing that their GM, Trent Baalke, likes uh, a different edge player, Trayvon Walker, out of Georgia. So yeah, look for those three, one of those three right. players. I was going to ask with all of these mock drafts that we have and so much coverage, you told me you would like to, you listen to many podcasts to, to find out about draft info. Is there room for many surprises anymore? Yeah, sure. There are always surprises and surprises develop because mock drafts are not what really we see in NFL war rooms or what teams value. So you always see surprises. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Uh, and then another element of what can create a, a surprise in the first round is obviously a trade. Some, someone values, let's say, a quarterback. Let's say the high trades quarterback, Malik Willis out of Liberty, is valued by someone and they really feel a team that needs a quarterback Maybe Seattle is already in position where they could probably get Malik Willis or some other team that thinks Pittsburgh, for example, who doesn't really have their long-term solution at quarterback now that Ben Roethlisberger is retired. Maybe they look to trade up to get a Malik Willis. And of course, you never know, right? Look at Tom Brady. And that's the nature of it. So we can throw out a million names here. You can think, <laughs> you can think overall at 21, let's say the Patriots will look to uh, a position of need like tackle would it? Would a tackle like Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan still be available? Would they go for him at 21? Would they think about linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah? Or maybe they evaluate someone like Quay Walker out of Georgia higher than most uh, draft evaluators do and pick him there. And then if players drop, all of a sudden you're in a position thinking at, oh, I'm at 21. I never thought this player would be available, so we right. have to take him. Someone like maybe a safety, Kyle Hamilton out of uh, Notre Dame. Well, I know you, you'll be glued to it, right? You, you like this stuff. Yeah, I, I like it. So at least for the first uh, couple days, I watch a lot of it. Then after that, I basically follow it on Twitter or on a live feed. It's uh, interesting stuff. I just like sports, as you well know. We've yeah. been doing it uh, together now for several years at New Bedford Cable Access. So we do them all and enjoy them all. So this all right. is just another element of sports that I enjoy. Well, Joe, thanks for joining us and, and you have fun with the draft.
I think I read somewhere where Tom Brady is hoping if Elon Musk d- does go through and buy Twitter. Well, he, he did. He takes down that picture. <laughs> it's, it's too late, Tom. I'm sorry, buddy, but that picture is everywhere. Everybody. Okay, there's no it. chance that picture's going anywhere. Yeah. All, right. All right. So happy draft day if you're into following the NFL draft. Yeah. Also, today we talk about, I mentioned before a story about social media, how it's not always good for you. Scientists have known for a long time now that the Internet and social media can be detrimental to our self-care and self-image, which is probably why Selena Gomez says she's feeling so much better after staying off social media for about four and a half years now. She told Good Morning America this week that the separation from social media has changed your life completely. She said, I'm happier, I'm more present, I connect more with the people. She's now focusing her attention on Wondermind, which is ironically on the internet. It is a one-stop shop on the internet to discuss, unpack, and learn about mental health issues, coping strategies, and more. So we wish her success with that. Do you you spend a lot of time online? Yes. Yeah. Do you set limits? We do the show online. So oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, but I mean, I do, do you spend s- time online? Do you spend a lot of time on Facebook's not your number one, right? Instagram? Mm, yeah, Instagram is probably my number one. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed, I don't know, I'm not on it as much recently. But yeah. Okay. I, I do, every now and then I spend too much time. Yeah. For sure. I you, think you do as well. Oh, I do as well. I, I admit it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to argue with you about that. Yeah. So I don't know about a, uh, what'd you call it? You, you were going to say like a, Taking a break from it or whatever. Yes. Could you do it? I I've always like wanted to, but the problem mm. like the like between the show and everything, you like, have, you yeah, have to be have to. on the internet. So I don't know. I have to go on the internet to find stuff. Maybe one so. day we'll get to the point where I can pay somebody else to do everything, and then I can take a nice That'd peaceful cool. break. You know, that would be just cool. show up and talk for an hour, annoy the crap out of people, and then disappear. And I do agree with you. I I did that weekend of going, you know, of unplugging, mm-hmm. but I did it to prove that I could do it. Yeah, you didn't so, do it to take a break. Right, I didn't do it because I felt I needed it internally. You didn't do it to find yourself. No, no. no. I always love that. Yourself is still lost. Yeah, I always love that when people say, I'm going, I need to find myself. So I've always been right here, you know? I, you know. Oh, okay, when you have a quite literal mindset, Pete. God, yes, <laughs> yes, technically you're right. I mentioned a story earlier today about our, our, uh, Two full-time jobs better than one. And you might think, but who has time? No, they're not. Working remotely has given us the chance to do a lot of things that we wouldn't be able to do from the office. From caring for kids to doing errands. I know a friend of mine who, who was working at home said, I love it. I get laundry done. While I'm working, you know, he's, he found, found he was very productive. Well, some people are also working a second job while they're still on the clock for the first one. A website called Overemployed promises to help users achieve financial freedom by being sneaky and juggling two full-time jobs at the same time. Now, they're not talking about working the double shift. They're talking about working both jobs at once without telling either boss. The guy who started it, who's identified only as Oscar, great name, says he did it to help people deal with unexpected layoffs, but admits more than anything else, I wanted to organize a community to give the man, otherwise known as corporate America, the middle finger for always trying to screw the little people over. Now, users say they use certain tactics to stay organized, including multiple laptops. 
using one laptop for one job, the other one for the other job. They use uh, multiple screens. They use color-coded browsers to keep track of which job they're currently focusing on. I could see that. You send the wrong message to the wrong <laughs> boss. Yeah. And um, they also use paid time off when one job is more demanding than the other one. So they take time off from one so they can focus mostly on, on the other. I don't know. Th that sounds really stressful. And I think in a way you're like, oh, I'm flipping off the man. But mm. at the same time, you're killing yourself working twice as much. It's so... yeah. It's, Are you sticking it to the man, or is the man like, we got you, you're working twice as hard? But you're not working twice as long. You know what I mean? Uh, like, working a double shift can really take a lot yes. out of you in many ways. But juggling all that at once, and, and this is the, the detail that really aggravates me, is using paid time off, time that you're supposed to relax, right? you know, recuperate. For you. You're, you're spending it in another job. <laughs> so I think this is only for workaholics that want a lot of money. If that's you, go for it. Go for it, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's... Would not be for you. I don't know if that's the answer there. Yeah. Two corporate jobs at once? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, thank you. We got the Sibs together once again for some Red Sox trivia. And remember, we had to get, the, we had to get them back together for the tiebreaker. Feel free to play along. Time once again for Battle of the Sibs. As we have everyone united here, we have Kat and Sarah together in Virginia Beach. Doug is in Virginia Beach, and Matt is by my side. Y'all are going down. Red Sox trivia this week, okay? Red Sox trivia put this together on opening day. Now, I want to say to, to our viewers here, I don't go too far back. Well, I do with a couple of these questions, but they should know these things. I don't go too far back because they weren't around. Uh, Sarah, did you ever see Yaz play? I don't think so. I can't remember when he retired, but... Anyway, here we go. Question number one, and this one goes back, but I think knowing Red Sox history, you might know this. After trading Babe Ruth to the Yankees... How long did the Red Sox go without winning a World Series? So if you remember, they broke the curse, but how long was the curse? It'd be great to know, huh? I got thumbs up there, I got a head down writing, and I got you pondering things. I don't even know what to guess here. You don't remember here? Well, that's true. In 2004, you were six. Five. Five. My birthday's in December, that's so I probably right. didn't even hit my birthday. You, you were five. I was yeah. five. I don't know. I'm going to trust my bad answer, Dad. What's that? How do you feel? Am I close at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, but it sounds like you're wrong. <laughs> How do we feel about that answer? Let me go to... <laughs> Doug, what did you write down? I put down 87. 87, okay. Yeah, I Sarah... changed, changed my answer in the wrong direction. Sarah, what did you write? 86. Yep. 86. Cat, what do you That's have? So I put 18. 18. And <laughs> Come on, Cat. Now, Matt did have 80 written down, but he changed no. it to... I, I, I went the wrong way. I said yeah. 74. As Joe Castiglione said, for the first time after 86 years, the Boston Red Sox are world champions. That's an ageist question. Okay. So a point for Sarah. Sad. All right. Question number two. I know this goes back to 1986, but you should have heard it. Which Red Sox player made an infamous error in the oh, 1986 World Series? I do know this one. I remember watching it. Oh, what a crushing thing that was. Yeah, are you still thinking or? No, I wrote an answer. Okay, what is your answer? I put Buckner. Buckner. Sarah, what do you have? Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner. Matt, what do you have? Bill Buckner. And Doug. Billy Buckner. 
Right through his legs into right field. I believe it was Mookie Wilson who scored. The funny thing is, though, that did not happen in the ninth inning. So, I mean, yes, the Mets scored, but we still had a chance. And that was game six. We still had game seven in Boston. Uh, They kind of make it seem like it was game winning at the end of the game. Right. End of the series. But as a professional baseball player, can't let it go through your legs. You learn the alligator. Yep. (laughs) In, like, your first T-ball practice. (laughs) Question number three. Which Red Sox pitcher won the American League MVP award? So there was a pitcher that was so good that year, he won the MVP of the whole thing, which has only happened a few times, I think. Mm. Some people feel it should never happen. Because some Uh, some people think a pitcher only goes once every five days, right? You got somebody else who's playing, you know, 162 or almost all of the games. So should a pitcher be eligible this guy was. He won it. I got two guesses. I don't know if this is You got right. two? Yeah. All right. Well, give me one. What do you think? Pedro. Wait, Pedro. wait, wait. Oh. Wait, Sarah doesn't have an answer. Okay. Thank you. changed the correct answer. Wow. I, I didn't see her race. I didn't see her. No, race. she didn't even have an answer. Okay. Yeah, so she wrote down the right answer. What'd you write down, Sarah? Pedro. Oh, Pedro. Oh, so it was the same thing. Yeah, but she wrote down after I wrote. Cat, what did you write? No, I, I put John Lester. John Lester. And Doug, what do you have? Pedro. The correct answer is Roger Clemens. Ah, that was my second guess. Was it? Oh. You're lucky, Sarah. I would have protested this whole thing. Dang, dang. All right, question number four, which they should know. Which pitcher was taunted by fans screaming, who's your daddy, throughout game two of the ALCS? You don't know that one right off the top? I think I do. I don't know. You don't know? This is... uh, I got to go with my gut. Okay. I this is wrong, though. this is someone who uh, was quoted in the papers as saying so and so was my daddy. So then fans came out and said, "Who's your daddy?" And look who's coming in. I love Liam. He's very cute, but I'm focused. Matt, what did you go with? I put Kurt Schilling. You put Kurt Schilling. Okay. Cat, what did you write down? Put Pedro. Pedro. Sarah, what do you have? Oh, Pedro. Pedro and for Doug. I was thinking Pedro probably would have gone in game one, so I went with Kurt Schilling. Oh, so you went with you. Yeah. The correct answer is Pedro Martinez. Oh. As he did tell the New York uh, papers, the Yankee that the Yankees are my daddy. Who said whoever said go with your gut is a liar. <laughs> oh, here's my question. Yes. Who went game one that series? Uh, that is a good question. Well, I guess I don't know. it would depend uh what in the playoffs, it kind of depends what happened the last series. Last series, right? Yeah. So it could yeah. have changed it. Whoever pitched in the ALDS. Hi, Liam. Hi, Liam. Question number five. Which pinch runner came in to tie game four of the ALCS for the Red Sox in the eighth inning? I think I got this one. So this was 2004. Everybody <laughs> knew he was going to steal the base. Stop talking. <laughs> All right, Kat, what did you write down for? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Sarah, Sarah, I'm going to choke slam you if you don't take this more serious. <laughs> we all set? Kat, what do you have? Coco Crisp. Coco Crisp is a name from the past we haven't heard. Love Coco. Yeah. yeah. Doug, what do you have? I put Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts. Sarah, what did you write? I put Dustin Pedroia. Can Dustin you Pedroia? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and Matt, what did you write? Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts is right. Everybody in the stadium and everybody watching knew he was going to steal it. Except for uh, who's the catcher for the Yankees there? Apparently, he, he wasn't there. That was uh, that would have been Jorge, right? Jorge. Jorge. Yeah, Jorge. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, question number, what am I up to here? Question number six. Six. Okay. Who hit the walk-off home run for the Red Sox in game four to keep them alive for another day? Game four of the ALCS. Remember. Do we get the year? Well, it was it was two thousand four. Oh, the Yankees had won the first three, and everybody was thinking, everybody was thinking, oh man, this we're gonna get swept. We're gonna get swept. I'm going with my gut again, but you know, my gut no. tends to let. Can me... I change my answer? Go ahead. Yes, we have, not, we have not called them yet. Let's go first because Kat says Liam is currently oh, erasing her answer. What, what do you have? Who hit the walk-off home run in 2004? It did say Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. Okay. Sarah, what did you write? I put David Ortiz. David Ortiz. Doug, what do you have? I went with Big Poppy. And Poppy also. And what did your gut tell you? Johnny Damon. Johnny yeah. Damon. It was David yeah. Ortiz. Dang it. I had Ortiz. Can I and write? I... I can remember Joe Buck's call. I think it was Joe Buck. I can remember him saying, and there'll be a game tomorrow. Johnny Damon did something at some point. I need to study up on the Red Sox, man. It's been a while. Time for question number seven. Okay, let me set this up for you. I am a pitcher who has been part of the Baltimore Orioles, Houston Astros, Philadelphia Phillies, and the Arizona Diamondbacks before I came to the Red Sox. I led the American League in 2004 with 21 wins. Who am I? I am a pitcher who was part of the Orioles, Astros, Phillies, and Diamondbacks before coming to the Red Sox. I led the American League in 2004 with 21 wins. Who am I? Maybe I went too far back with these questions. I mean, now that I'm thinking, I thought I knew more about 2004, but now that I'm thinking about it, I wasn't. I was five years old. You were five yeah. years old, yeah. I'm trying to remember through highlights and like... Things that I just wouldn't know, I guess. Now I'm going around the, the 2004 Red Sox World Series Monopoly board. Yeah. <laughs> we did have that, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did. All right, let's get some. Ooh. Uh, Showing your belly there, buddy. Excuse me, no nudity. <laughs> Doug, what did you write down for this picture? Who is he? Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Sarah, what do you have? Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. He's now dying, uh, bowing his head. Cat, uh, what did you write? Kurt Schilling. Kurt I'm Schilling. So stupid. <laughs> And Matt was down. Derek Lowe. Derek Lowe. All right. Such a The key to me was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wait, what did Matty put? Uh, he Nothing. wrote down. It's not important. <laughs> Question number eight. Which Red Sox rookie pitched a no-hitter in 2007? Which Red Sox rookie threw a no-hitter in 2007? Oh, there's two people I'm thinking oh. of, and I'm deciding to go with my gut. <laughs> Uh, Liam erases the score. Okay. Kat, you go first before it gets erased. Joe Grampy. Oh, that's a good answer. The answer is... Play Buckholt. Play Buckholt. Okay. Sarah, what did you write? You can draw. I put Lester. John Lester. Doug, what do you have? I put Josh Beckett. Josh Beckett. And Matt? Play Buckholt. Play Buckholt is right. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was against the Baltimore Orioles. Cat and, and I get a point back. Yes, yes. Why and of course, caught by Jason Veritek, who, co who yep. caught four no-hitters, yep. right? Yeah, great mm -hmm. career. All right, question number nine. Which Red Sox player won the MVP in the 2007 uh -huh. World Series? So not 2004, uh -huh. but who won the MVP in the 2007 World World Series. All right, let's go with Matt first. What did you write down for? Mike Lowell. Mike Lowell. Doug, what do you have? I went with Pedroia. Uh, Dustin, okay. For uh, Sarah, Sarah, what did you write? Big Poppy. Big Poppy. And Kat, what did you write? 
David Ortiz. David Ortiz. The correct answer is Mike Lowell. I uh, see. <laughs> Maddie boy was starting to grow up at this time. So he's starting <laughs> to remember. Funny Dustin Pedroia story. I think that was his rookie year. And when he went to the ballpark, because they played Colorado, mm -hmm. when he went to the ballpark, security didn't want to let him in because they thought he was just some punk. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so he was like, no, I play second base. I think he won the rookie yeah. of the year that year, though. He might have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he might have. All right, last question. This is question number 10. We'll see how they do. Okay, this is another one of those who am I questions. I was a member of the Los Angeles Dodgers and Montreal Expos before becoming a Red Sox. I am a dynamic pitcher who struck out 227 batters in 2004. Who am I? I what are you laughing at? I had an answer. <laughs> you said pitcher, and she was like, nope. <laughs> I was a member of the Los Angeles Dodgers and Montreal Expos before becoming a Red Sox. I am a dynamic pitcher who struck out 227 batters in 2004. Who am I? He um, wrote his name. Liam wrote I like his that. name, everybody. I like right that. Super. What's your name? Elena. And how old are you, Liam? Two. Two. Ooh. Kat, what did you write? Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez. Sarah, what about you? Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez. Matt, what did you write? I went with Pedro. Pedro. And Doug, what do you have? Papa Bond. The correct answer is Pedro Martinez, yeah. who came yeah. from Montreal Expo. And we're back, and we've all changed clothes. I've changed locations. I think I might be wearing the same outfit. Really? I might be. <laughs> I'm not positive. Yes, but Cat Cat has come back from Virginia. Liam's up from his nap, so okay. Uh, so what happened was this is sudden death. Yeah, this is the bonus round. Yep, because uh, the last time we were doing this, when Liam erased What the... happened, Liam? I froze. You froze? <laughs> you froze? Okay. Interesting. Not the instance we were talking about, but yeah. Liam happened to erase the score that Kat was keeping, so we had no idea who was in the lead. We thought Sarah won. Turns out, no, the three yeah. of us are tied. So That's why Doug's not here, by the way. He hasn't shipped out anywhere. He's just, <laughs> he just lost. He's is what just... it is. <laughs> <laughs> so we are back here to do Sudden Death. Yes. All right, so here we go into the bonus round for Red Sox trivia. All right, bonus question number one. What player, one of the best backup catchers in the league, was knuckleballer Tim Wakefield's primary receiver in 2004. Liam, you okay? Yeah. Okay. That's I good. choked. <laughs> All right. Matt, what do you have? Doug Mirabelli. Doug Mirabelli. Sarah, what do you have? Doug Mirabelli. And Kat, what do you have? Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash. He was. Oh. He was, but he, he was at was one point in Wakefield's knuckleball catcher. Right. So we're down to Sarah and Matt. Yeah. Okay. Sarah and Matt playing for the uh, finals here. Who hit a grand slam in his first major league at bat for the Red Sox? Who hit a grand slam in his first major league at bat for the Red Sox? This time, let's go to Sarah first. What do you have? Xander. Sander Bogarts. Matt, what do you have? Will Middlebrooks. Will the correct answer is oh, me, me, pick me. Sarah. I mean Kat. Oh. I am Kat. Daniel Nava. Daniel ah, Nava is the I knew, correct answer. I knew it was like a lesser known guy, but uh, All right, so we we get to go again, right? Yeah. If a home run clears the monster seats in left, what street will it land on? I think I know this, but I do think there's an unfair advantage because Sarah just lived in that area for a long time. Oh, longer. that's right. 
That's right. Um, so just so you know, if I lose, this is a, this is a preemptive uh, protest. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, this time we go to Matt. What's your answer? Lansdowne. Lansdowne. Sarah, what do you have? Lansdowne. And we go on again. The next bonus question, the foul pole in right field takes its nickname from which former Red Sox player? Do we need the full name? Uh, I wrote the name of the pole. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Kat? Should we require the full name because we're yes. in the bonus oh, round? Steven says yes. Steven says yes. Everyone knows the full name. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right, so we need the full name. Okay, I was because super I'm asking, confident. Now I'm, I'm a little less confident. I'm asking you from which <laughs> former player was it named? So there better, so, better not be no apostrophe S, okay, at the end of it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. All right, who goes first this time? Sarah. Sarah, Sarah what do you have? Put Johnny Pesky. Johnny Pesky. Matt, what did you <laughs> write? crossed out pole. <laughs> I also have Johnny Pesky. And you're both right. We go on. All right, on to our fifth bonus round question. And this one goes back a ways. I I know I've been trying to keep it, you know, relatively new for you guys. But let's go back to, oh, what year was this? I don't like this already. You don't like it? Yeah. We're talking about the DiMaggio brothers. Okay. Because there was more than one. That's news to me currently. Which of the three DiMaggio brothers... Played for the Boston Red Sox. Was it Dom? Was it Vince? Or was it Joe? All right. Matt, what did you write down? I just dropped my board. <laughs> Stand by. Okay. What did you write down? I put Vince. Vince. Sarah, what did you put down? I put Dom. Oh, God. Sarah's the winner. It was Dom DiMaggio. Joe played for the Yankees. And again, I sit next to a guy that almost won. Thanks, guys. Sips trivia is stupid. <laughs> you came up with it. Say yeah. Bye. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Close. He came close. Every time. Just not there yet. Every time. <laughs> Liam didn't make it a little bit better with the sorry map. Sorry map. Yeah, yeah. that you got to save that. That's that's priceless. Ah! Okay. We'll try again next time. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for today. Stand by. We do have the post show coming up. That's where we catch up on some chats and uh, also just hang out for a little bit. Uh, someone did ask. They they wanted to see Abby in the stew. But it's kind of a small. Yeah, it's a area. cramped space. In yeah, there. So, I don't know if we yeah. can. We it, really... it, oh, it barely fits too. Yeah, we've yeah. never shown you guys how I get behind the desk. There's a, a, a rope. I swing in like Tarzan, drop down. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it's a space like a big. If I gain a single pound, yes, I'm not getting back here. Can't get there. No. So we do leave you with the thought for the day. If you must go, and our thought today is: you cannot have a positive life and a negative mind. Can't do it. All right, stand by. We'll be right back with the post show. We back. What are you doing? Nobody's complimenting my helmet. (laughs) It's been on the shelf since Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And and mine, too. I've got the throwback. Yeah, on me. <laughs> Pete's is like eighty years old. That, <laughs> thing, that thing is yellow. And it's not even white anymore. But, but I think I think it looks great with how old it looks. 
It also just represents how long you've tried <laughs> to be a fan of that team. <laughs> I I found a story, by the way, that I, I, I just read it this morning, so I haven't really had a chance to... to we'll bring it up tomorrow. Yeah. It's about if rooting for a losing team for a number of years mm-hmm. is bad for your mental health. <laughs> and they, they say it is. <laughs> yes and no, because I feel like the Patriots being good for so long has been bad for my mental health in, re- in recent years. That's true. When You're we not- lost to the Colts last year, I didn't talk to anybody. I sat there in silence for like a good hour. Yeah. yeah. You're not used to losing. Pete walked by. He was like, are you okay? I was like, go to bed. <laughs> I'm go, like, go to bed. Don't talk to me. I'm like, hey, you'll get over it. Yeah. No, trust, trust me, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is harder than it looks, by the way. Uh, very, I would think so. Very nervous. Uh, it's brand new. Uh, let's see here. Mia You're going to leave it there? Yeah, for now. <laughs> Mia says, Pete and Kat, if she is here, was it when we played together that we played against Schilling's daughter? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We played, uh, Kurt Schilling was the, remember the time he came over to our bench and he spoke to all the uh, players because... I forgot what happened. I think somebody got hurt. Or, he, he was commenting on, on the way you girls handled yourself. Oh. I, I think, no, I think it was because it was a close game. Mm-hmm. We played them to a very close game, so he came over and he gave he gave he the was, girls... Uh, he's trying to distract you guys. Oh, maybe. That was his plan. Maybe. But yeah, Kat, uh, Kat struck out Kurt Schilling's daughter like two or three. So that was, that was a bragging point. Okay, but she know, was also week. a pitcher, so I mean... I think if a pitcher can't hit, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. I think you just like telling people. All right. And that's what it is. Well, she did like going around saying, I just talked about Kirsten Ling's daughter I mean, three times. Oh. Hey! Ah! <laughs> that's it. Have a good day. Yep. It's staying there until the end of time. <laughs> That'll never happen again. All right. Um, anyways, Hello. Gary says, why is Kat still in Florida? Uh, first off, Kat was never in Florida, Gary. She was in Virginia. Virginia. Get it right. Yeah. Um, she was down there for what? Four days. Four five? days. But we recorded three, three sibs. sibs. Yeah. yeah. So it looked like three weeks. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's why she made the sudden teleportation. Yes. To, to cushion it. Beam me up. Yes. Um, let's see. Diane did say, Matt, you and Nathaniel were in kindergarten, I think, when they won the title. I was PTO president. I arranged for all the students to go to the rec center when they brought the trophy on the trophy tour that year. That's I do remember right. that. I do remember yeah. that. But that's my point. I was in kindergarten. How am I supposed to know all these details? I know. I know. That's why, you know, if if any sports fans are saying, those are easy questions. Well, I, I'm dealing with people I was that... five. Yes. Yes. And yes, I know details about stuff, you know, yeah. regarding that. You've heard of Joe DiMaggio, but not Dom. I've seen the final play a million times. Right. You know, that right. was the Kevin Folk. Ground ball ground to ball Folk. Folk. He flipped it to first base, and right. they all went crazy, and yep. Veritek picked him up. Like, I've seen all that stuff. Do I know who pitched game two of the ALCS that year? No. Was that the year? Or was it 2000? See, I get 2004 and 2007 confused. I See, funny enough, I don't remember 2007 as much as I do. That's was cool. that the did Keith Folk flip it to Doug Mintkevich, who was playing first base, who then put the ball in his back pocket, and there was a huge yes, I think so. There was a huge uproar about what happened to the ball. Mm-hmm. Where's the ball? That's common nowadays. That like no hitters, perfect games. You'll mm-hmm. see the catcher immediately put it in their back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't I, trust that ever since Tom Brady. Not before Tom Brady, but the Tom Brady thing was a big deal. <laughs> Mike Evans flipping that thing at Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah, flipping it into the crowd. Yes. It's like, dude. But he, I guess he always did that. That was Mike's thing. 
was yeah. to flip a touchdown into the crowd. But- Which is cool, but now we got all these stats and everybody trying to get the ball and it's mm-hmm. worth a million dollars mm-hmm. and all this garbage. I think we might need a time limit for the stumping nowadays. A time limit? Mad answers. I don't know how to. Oh, yeah. And and all good answers. And yep. I never want to cut you guys off, but the stumper goes on for like 45 minutes. We do have to have a timer. You're right. I have a timer. I'm going to pull it up just because I made it one time and I want to show it off. Okay. Hopefully so, it's in. Oh, man, it doesn't fit with the new graphic. I got to move it. Slowly. Oh, move it. Slowly. Oh, but, I, but that I, would be a five-minute. I do minute. have a five-minute timer. That would be cool. So maybe that's the new thing. Okay. See, the only issue, though, is I feel like we'll get a bunch of hate mail because a lot of the times we'll pick an answer and we'll be like, I remember that I remember. Time. Yeah. You and, and I will And people will be to. like, you took the entire time yeah. limit talking about mashed potatoes. You and, and I. quite frankly, no one gives it. <laughs> you and I will have to be more disciplined. <laughs> we just, we can't talk. It's Discipline? An- strictly answers. Discipline? What's that? Maybe we'll practice. <laughs> we'll practice. Uh, what else? What? How's everybody doing? How's oh, life? Um. I came across a website for you yesterday. Oh, yeah, interesting. It is. Uh, it is m- getajob.com. What no. the what? Rude. It is m dot dot net. Now, is, what is what does that mean? What does that mean? What? Like, do they send you a jigsaw puzzle every day? Is it a virtual jigsaw puzzle? What are we talking here? I'm trying to go to the page right now, and it won't let me. Okay. No, what what they do is, uh, it is a website that, yes, every day there's a brand new jigsaw puzzle, and you drag and drop the pieces to to make your jigsaw puzzle. I'm not a huge fan of virtual puzzles, though. Yesterday, it was a soccer ball on grass. So See, I could be a traditionalist, but I prefer the the in-person jigsaw puzzle. Like you know, I could, okay. could you want to feel I'm, it just because I'm old fashioned. You want to you want to have you want to play it here? I just pulled it up. But now nobody can see me. First mm-hmm. off, I don't like the inter- interface. Not not visually oh. pleasing. We don't like the interface. It took me to an ad. I already hate it. Oh okay. I don't even know. Well, that's why it's free, right? Something for mass college students. I'm not in college. Get that well, out okay. of my face. We'll just tax out of that. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it. So okay. you do like the. Uh, do you like the real? You want you want to feel you want you want yeah. to drop the pieces. You want to have Charlie take a piece and run off. No, I don't want that. That's the most frustrating. <laughs> that thing did in the happen, world. right? It's happened twice now. Happened twice. twice. Now. Ruins the puzzle. Ruins the uh, puzzle completely. Okay. I will say though, I need to like I don't I don't like starting puzzles because when I start a puzzle, I want to finish it. Of course. And so it like I can literally that. absorbs all of my time, and so I get nothing else done. So I have to be very careful when I start a puzzle. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So there's actually one at Cat's house, which is good. Provide some separation. There's one at Cat's house, and there's one here. Yes, but I haven't really do- do- right. dove, dived. Did we tell you what the this puzzle? Did we tell you what we do with a crossword puzzle? They they make it on the dining room table. Yeah, and then when they're done working on it for the day, or if it's dinner time, they just put the tablecloth over it. Mm-hmm. So, where it's pretty much where I sit is. I can feel a puzzle underneath. Yeah. Dana says, nice dough, Matt. Giggle. By the way, I do have a giggle sound effect, Dana. I do appreciate you sending me that. You did. There'll be an upgrade with the sound effects. I just need a little bit more time. So that's Saturday's project. Oh, okay. So expect new sound effects on Monday. Oh, boy. And I just said it on here, so it means I have to do it. You have to do it, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so expect new sound effects. He always says that. Like, I'll bring up something, and he says, oh, great. Now we got to do that tomorrow. And And I say, I say... We can always change our mind. We can always say, couldn't get to it. I'll do it later. And he's like, no, no, I no, hate, no, no. I hate doing that, first off. I hate promising something, and then they expect it. And then, you know, it, we let them down. That's right. what that is. 
but I mine was like sound effects. So like if I walk in Monday and I'm like, hey guys, computer broke, couldn't do sound effects. <laughs> it's not the biggest deal if I don't have Dana's giggle. You're like, guys, new bit tomorrow. And it's like six hours worth of editing, and I'm like, I haven't started. Okay. Now my day is over. All right. Yeah. So that's when I get annoyed. Okay. Or when or when I'm like, hey, very new idea, but what do you think about the Pete Braley show gymnastics? <laughs> And the next day, he's like, gymnastics, we were talking coming your yesterday. way. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about gymnastics? Yeah. You know? And he was like, next, we ne- weren't ready to promote that. And then we're like, wait a second, Pete can't do a somersault. <laughs> so, yeah. But then we have to some, we have to get a body double for a stunt double for Pete. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. you know, we, we don't have, have to, the money for that. We have to hold auditions. Yeah. We it's have to crazy. find someone that looks like Pete. Yeah. Bald, big beard, but can do a somersault. It's it's hard to find that combination. It is. Yeah. It really is. So, you know, yeah. it's tax quite taxing. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything that anybody wants to bring up? Another happy birthday to Dougie Fresh. Yep. Doug's birthday today. Um, I'll get a better birthday sound effect, I promise. I did um I did text him this morning, happy birthday. I have not heard back. Would you tell me just not to be concerned with your brother? He'll get back to no, me. No, he'll get back to you. By next birthday, he should. He should. <laughs> Hopefully. If not, maybe he'll just tie it into next year and give you a thanks for the two of them. See, I'm the kind of person, if you text me, I answer you. It's like, I get it, I answer. I, I'm not like, like Doug will see it and read it and say, oh, I should get back to him. And I'll do it later. Yeah. I For the most part, I will text you back. Sometimes, if I'm in the middle of something, I'll acknowledge it. And I'll do the same thing, like, okay, I'll get back to that. And then I forget. Okay. Because I've said this before, it infuriates me how when you see a text, it disappears from, like, the new notifications on your phone. Right. It sinks down. So then you go to it, like, three hours later, and you scroll up, and, oh, it's there. I should have done that. iPhones, keep it there for me. (laughs) Just because I saw it doesn't mean I'm going to remember, okay? Exactly. If you need to know one thing about me, it's, I will forget the most smallest things. I'll remember that I said... I prefer calling over texting when I was eight years old on the the old Pete Braley in the <laughs> that, morning show. That's right. But I will not remember what he asked me five minutes ago. I am so surprised you remember that. Right. I do. Anyway, we got to go visit with Abby. And, yes. And, and the kids, because they surprised us this morning by showing up. So mm-hmm. that'll do it for the post show. Thank you for being there tomorrow. Feel Good Friday, Foodie Friday. All kinds of stuff tomorrow morning. A party. A party on the uh, YouTube thing. Yes. Yes. So uh, no matter what, go out and make it a great day. Peace.